Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet Lamar, and joining us today is Rick Hernandez. He is the lead software developer at Sparky. Welcome, Rick. Hey, nice to have you. Um, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of information about what Sparky is and what you guys are trying to accomplish over there. Yeah, so Sparky is an online learning platform that is based around uh, the blockchain. And exactly what are we learning? Yeah, so the the whole premise that... Um, the whole idea of Sparky came about um, was because I personally ran a online training program that helped um, new individuals transition into the area of software development. So back in the day, 2015, we started um, this training program. We graduated approximately 500 students that would go from knowing little to know nothing about technology to landing a position as a junior developer. And we ran this program for about two and a half years. And the big takeaways were um, from running this entire training program was that online education is practically broken. Um, I don't know if you've ever taken any online courses, but the average completion rate for online courses is right around 10%. So typically people don't finish online courses. Why do you think that is? Yeah, well, there's, there's a couple of reasons why people don't finish them, but the the big takeaway that we got from doing like over 90 interviews with some of our past students was that um, people are not really being held accountable for the information that's being taught from both the instructor side and the student side. So it's really holding accountable the, the organization and the students for them to actually go through the content and learn the material. So sometimes that includes like following up with your students, seeing where they're falling off, so you can either revise the curriculum or change the information that's being taught for the students for them to actually be able to learn. So whether it be audio, video, text, whatever it might be, but actually getting that feedback back into the system in order for you to be able to change and adapt that content to the student. Got it. So what exactly does your platform then look like? And, and this can be used for, for any kind of education, is that correct? Not just computer, yeah, computer so, science stuff? Yeah, you can pretty much, the, the whole premise is like create and launch your own virtual school and we're providing the tools in order for you to be able to educate your students on uh, whatever um, domain expertise you're an expert in. And how, what does it kind of look like? What does your platform look like for students and for teachers? Yeah, so from the student side of it is you get an experience where um, the instructor specifically has tailored the learning around uh, the outcome you're going to have. So I'll give you an example. Um, we take a module approach to online education, whether it be self-paced or the instructor releases content throughout a period of time. So let's say, for example, you're going to take an online course and the course is going to be three weeks long. Now, those three weeks can be um, either expedited by you or they can be um, dripped out by the instructor. So let's say, for example, you start the three-week course, you're going through the content and you decide that as you're going through the content, you want to accelerate your learning. So you can either go twice as fast and finish in a week and a half or take six weeks, go twice as slow. 
So that self-paced is like the ability for you to be able to make sure that you have the time in order for that information to really stick. Absolutely. It's a, you know, it's, it's really molding your learning experience to you, which is one of the biggest problems I think we're facing in schools is there is a single approach to the learning and not everyone is the same. Right. So give us some insight into the features that, that Sparky has. There's quite a few different features and why don't you go ahead and walk, you've talked about a couple, but there's so many more. Uh, go ahead and walk us through some of those other features. Yeah, so there's, um, obviously there's tons of uh, platforms out there that you can look into if you're planning to um, create, you know, a virtual school of your own. Um, the the whole entire, you know, I was mentioned here a little bit earlier is like, how can we increase this graduation rate? And the entire premise of our software is we're based around uh, four research-based theories that we implement into the software. So I'm going to go ahead and just share those with you. Um, the four of them are the flipped classroom. So this is where the instructor stops lecturing and they use video in order to deliver their content. So we have an online video platform. Then you can go ahead and bring in your video, whether it be 4K, 1080p, 720p. We go ahead and process that video so your students can access it, whether they're in Guatemala or in the, you know, in the U.S. on their internet connection. So one is a flipped classroom. Two is um, learning by repetition. So this is actually being able to learn something and not just see the first time and say that you claim that you have learned it, but actually repeating that content and being able to make sure that you actually are learning it. And then number three is testing your knowledge. So we provide the ability for you to be able to take quizzes on the information you're going to be um, learning about. So you're instructing to create quizzes. You can go ahead and take those quizzes. You can get great on the quizzes. You can see where you um, made a mistake. We need to go and revise some content. Or if there is an information that you didn't get clearly. And number three is going to be um, reinforced learning. So this is learning uh, the information that you have obtained. So typically what happens when you learn something new, the learning process doesn't really happen until you have to recall what you have learned. So it's really important that we reinforce that learning and we do this in a couple of ways. Instructors can define when uh, a push notification goes out to remind you of certain information that you have learned. So this push notification goes to your phone, email, or your tablet. And the instructor has a couple of options, whether it be text message, a push notification or an email that goes out to the student uh, reinforcing a topic that they have uh, learned. So those are kind of the four ways that we actually go ahead and uh, talk about those in the software. Oh, that's fantastic. And, you know, it's this whole program, you you really are, are trying to get people to succeed. And you also offer a lot of support for both the teachers and the students. Um, talk, walk us through a little bit about, you know, what kind of support and programs you offer for the teacher side of things. Yeah, so for the instructor side of it, um, we are actually right now in the process of uh, creating a training program for our instructors because we found out that um, typically, so either whether it be professional development, um, you know, traditional education, uh, you know, just an extra like, you know, like sexual harassment course you're going to take. Some of these different things, what happens is a large amount of the cases, whether it be traditional, non-traditional, or professional development, is that the content itself that's going to be taught is not necessarily created uniquely by that instructor. So they typically license the content from a provider. So this is why when you do like a high school class or a college class, you have the textbook. The instructor just simply has to teach on the textbook. But obviously, you know, in some of the classes, they, they go, some instructors go above and beyond. Some people just go to the bare minimum 
and others go below the bare minimum, that's when you end up being classes and even more confused or you didn't really learn anything from it. So one of the big struggles is the instructors have is creating content. Like creating content is very costly, takes a lot of time, you have to be a domain expert. There's all of this um, bottleneck that goes into the whole entire process. So we're creating a training program that really uh, educates the instructors on how to create content, how to structure content, and ultimately like how to really teach online because most individuals are either with the background in education that they're, they're doing in the traditional sense. So they don't really understand some of the components that go into non-traditional learning. No, so yeah, we sense. do provide support for them in that way. Yeah. Um, as far you know, people are going to be using a lot of storage and resources and things. Um, you know, how are you handling sharing of information, different uh, storage options? What are you offering in that regard? Yeah, so there is uh, there's a couple of uh, options that we have. We are serving um, kind of two different verticals. So we're serving the, the enterprise um, clients. So these are typically companies that have some sort of internet page and they want to go ahead and convert into a online course that their employees can take um, instead of just having, you know, a list of uh, PDF documents that you go through once you get hired. So we have that in, and then we also have, like, these independent instructors that are out there that want to uh, go ahead and educate their audience on a specific topic. So we have enterprise, we have independent instructors, and then we also have um, some organizations that are more in the traditional sense where they have been educating others like you know just one room at a time type of deal and we're really helping them like understand how to start thinking at scale for them to be able to talk to a lot more people at, you know at any given time absolutely and with all the sharing going on and and you know this is some of those stuff might be confidential what kind of security measures do you have in place for teachers and students yeah so that's kind of where we um, dig into like some of the the technical parts of it for um, the actual learning and, you know, the content side and all that. Um, so we have either just you know, standard, you know, username and password, um, but this is where blockchain technology really kicks in. And we are actually, like, very anti-passwords. So we actually have double auth on all of the uh, entire platforms so we can actually verify that the student is actually enrolling. It's actually, like, the real student, not a, mm-hmm. a person that just shared the credentials across you know, across a forum or something along those lines. So uh, we do double auth spraying student logs in. So this is either sending them a uh, text message directly to their phone to verify that they're actually them or sending it to their email and anytime we see a new device come online. So if they're logging in for the first time, they are going to be, um, you know, prompted for them to be able to enter that information. Very cool. Very cool. Um, So you've got a lot of demos people can check out. Um, And right now you have three different plans available. Um, do you want to just give us a quick overview about these plans and what people can expect? Yeah. So right now we are in closed beta. Uh, we are um, obviously a startup, a tech startup, and we are currently um, serving about 20 different schools. And right now we are um, building up these case studies to be able to show um, actual schools go through the entire process to show that we can increase graduation rates. And we're doing this um, in order for them to be able to use them as case studies to show other, you know, potential individuals that want to teach online to be able to say, oh, look, this is how, you know, teaching virtual reality looks like. This is how, you know, cutting boot camp looks like. This is how, like, professional development looks like. So there's 
that component that we're putting together. So um, right now we're closed beta. So if anybody wants to like is interested in that specific side of it, um, we're happy to work with them in any way that we can. Absolutely. So Rick, give us a little background about yourself. How did you get involved with Sparky? And you know, give us your background. Yeah. So I, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, like I've been, I've been in the space of online education for, for a really long time. And I, I personally struggled a lot with school. Um, I wasn't like the brightest student or like, you know, things didn't naturally come easy to me. So I had to really think about how we learn and really understand how to tailor the learning experience to myself. So, you know, typically in traditional education, I'm not sure if you went to university or not, but, you know, you, you go to lecture hall, you listen, you take notes, you do your homework assignment, you do your problem set, and then you hope to pass the test, right? That's all it comes down to, like, the test. So um, being a first-generation college student and not really having the guidance to for other, you know, family and you know, community for that whole entire thing to show me like, oh, no, this is how you study for a test because it's very different to go to university and study to learn than to go to university and study for a test. And as you know, right now, like students are just going to go past the test. Like it doesn't really matter if you learn or if you don't learn. Uh, the point of it is like, can you pass the test? Because if you don't, you won't really pass chemistry, that type of thing. And mm-hmm. and some of the college classes are that binary, where it's like you pass or you don't pass. And that's and then something that that you feel very passionate about. What have you What have you really learned by working in this in this melded space um, with this new type of learning? What have you learned? Well, I learned that um, that you know we're all superhuman in learning. We just need to be able to unlock that ability within ourselves. And like, most people think like you know. Learning ends when you graduate school, but that's when learning really does begin. And that, you know, that spark that changed in me was like, hey, like, I need to be able to make sure that I can learn anything effectively to, you know, better help my community, better help my environment, better help the companies that I work for, better help the people around me. So that that wanting to become more was that drive for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, where do you see this this going, Sparky, in in the next few years? You know, what do you hope to add? Where, what do you hope to achieve? And where do you hope it will be? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of components to it, but I think the the big part that we're really aiming for is accountability on both ends for the instructors and the students. So really, really holding um, institutions accountable and really holding students accountable for their learning process of retaining new content. So that's where our blockchain component really comes into because we're working through the process of actually proving that you've learned something, putting that in the blockchain, and then being able to move forward in your life with the skills that you have learned and carry that with you through your job, through your career, and through time to be able to say, like, look, I took this course. It's verified. This instructor that taught it. This is how long it took me to, to pass the course. This is, you know, the outcomes that I learned, and really start like holding people accountable on their on their learning journey. Uh, yeah, totally. And what are some of the unique challenges in this space that you're coming across, either technically or you know, big picture wise? What are some of the things that you're encountering? Yeah. So there's uh, the first one is uh, the pains of growing, just making sure that we can grow at the adequate pace, so we don't either outgrow or we don't um, maintain at a, a stagnant place. So like being making sure that we can grow and meet everyone's expectations and make sure the expectations are real enough 
I think that's like the, the biggest challenge that I see um, here in the next couple of years. Definitely. So if people want to see a demo, if they want to check out Sparky, what is the best way to do that? Yeah, they can just go to sparky.com, S-P-A-R-K-K-I.com. You can schedule a demo and we'll be happy to show you a demo. Fantastic. Well, Rick, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast and, and really educating us about your, your platform here and what you're hoping to achieve. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. That is Rick Hernandez. He's a lead software developer at Sparky. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.